It's raining. I'm sorry? It just started raining. Mr. Zuckerberg, do I have your full attention? No. Do you think I deserve it? What? Do you think I deserve your full attention? I had to swear an oath before we began this deposition, and I don't want to perjure myself, so I have a legal obligation to say no. Okay, no. You don't think I deserve your attention? I think if your clients want to sit on my shoulders and call themselves tall, they have a right to give it a try, but there's no requirement that I enjoy sitting here listening to people lie. You have part of my attention. You have the minimum amount. The rest of my attention is back at the offices of Facebook, where my colleagues and I are doing things that no one in this room, including and especially your clients, are intellectually or creatively capable of doing. Did I adequately answer your condescending question? We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews. Welcome back for those that are coming back, and welcome if you are a first-time listener. It is great to have you. The water is warm, and the food is free. This is the, the podcast. The po- <laughs> this is the podcast that explores. The Hollywood film industry for the greater good. Oh, oh, sorry about that. I might have been a little early. You're just a little. It's fine. The internet is is yeah. weird. Like it's lagging, or 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 maybe it's so good I got there before I even said it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this is episode three hundred and thirteen, <laughs> and tonight we're talking about the Social Network. Uh, we're not talking about Facebook. We're talking about the movie about the creators of Facebook. And I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew Never Feed Chicken to Chicken Jimison. The reason the water is warm is because I've peed in it. <laughs> yeah, so, I, you know. I, didn't, I didn't think that through. I guess I probably should not have uh, <laughs> said that. Or maybe I should have. Who knows? And Sam also stole... Yes. Ugh, I'm going to start over. Sam... Also yes. stole the idea for this podcast from the Winklevoss Vector. Yes, but just so you know, they they both beat me up because of it, <laughs> and 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 I'm sending them over to you to chase across the quad, uh, and hopefully do something very mean to you. That's uh-huh. a very unHarvard like way of thinking. Yeah, because they are gentlemen of Harvard. Gentlemen of Harvard. I wonder how many times they said that in that movie Harvard. They said that a lot in this movie. They were very proud of what they were doing, even though it sounded like Daddy paid for them to get there. Well, and cocaine was involved, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Well, not with them, right? Why do I hear myself? Echo. I don't know. I hear you, too. Is your TV on? Nope. Okay. Is it Andrew? I don't... My microphone is muted, so it's not me. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's uh, let's do this thing. The Social Network, the movie that um, won uh, was nominated for a couple Oscars, I think. Uh, actually, it won three Oscars. Um, this movie, 
Uh, came out in 2000 and what, 10? Yeah, 2010, won it for the 2011. Yeah. Uh, it, won in, it won for Best Writing by Aaron Sorkin, Best Achievement in Film Editing, and Best Achievement in written uh, Music Written for Motion Picture, the score. It Boo. won for, for score by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. And Boo. yeah, I mean, I, I rewatched it this time. I know we mentioned it last week. I, I'm not going to, we're not going to harp on this. Um, yes, we are. But hold on while I get my string instrument out. You're gonna just harp all over it. Just I'm gonna boop, harp boop, all boop. over this. Uh, yeah, no, it's 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 it. The music is good. It's fine. It's not how to train your dragon worthy. I just nope. In to me, this the soundtrack it's, is. It's like four notes. It's bum ba dum. Yeah, it's serviceable. I mean, it's here's like, the thing. Uh, and this is coming from, and we're all musicians, but coming from speaking with composers, the way that they write, especially for, uh, you know, the enjoyment of players, is everybody wants a melody that you can sing. You know, everybody wants to walk away humming the tune. Can you hum the tune to Social Network next week? I mean, you might today since you just watched it yesterday, but, I, I mean, you can certainly hum the tune to how to train your dragon and i know i can and i haven't seen it in three years i, I mean, still remember that tune how, how does that not it is andrew how do you uh <laughs> <laughs> how does that not how does this not win i mean that's just amazing stuff it's just so good anyway all right that's uh that's all i'm gonna say about it it's fine um, but this movie itself is an interesting movie. I don't know why, but I really like this movie a lot. I do. I don't know. Um, I, I have a, an affinity for, as I'm, I'm, I don't know, for whatever reason, I like these kind of movies that are based on kind of real people, whether they're good people or not. Like, I love this movie. I love the the founder the the McDonald's movie yeah, um, yeah. I really liked Moneyball uh, again I don't like baseball but I love that movie and Wolf of Wall Street Wolf of Wall Street yeah I mean yeah again that's a, such a really good movie and I mostly enjoyed it I know I've said multiple times that I probably don't ever want to watch it again because it makes me kind of mad at what the, <laughs> these people did to our you know you know but whatever it's fine. But there's these yeah. types of um, kind of realistic kind of um, kind of biopics. I just I really enjoy them. And also, Aaron Sorkin wrote this, so I'm all over it. Um, Absolutely. If Aaron Sorkin does something, I'm gonna watch it. I just love his his. I don't know. It's almost like music the way he writes. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. It's it, there is a. There's a cadence to a thing, um, yep. just the way he, it's 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 really great. I mean, I'm looking back at the stuff that he's written. I mean, he wrote Moneyball, so obviously yeah. one of the reasons why I like that movie <laughs> a lot too. Charlie Wilson's War, again, really like that movie. Yep. Obviously, I love West Wing because I've watched it three times all the way through. Um, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, again, not enough episodes, but he did. Uh, it was really great. I'd never watched Sports Night. But I need to. Yeah, you'd like sports night. I love the newsroom. Um, yeah, 
and the American president, right? That's um, yeah. that's pretty good. Uh, and I have a you know personal connection to that because the girl that plays the uh, trombone playing daughter, I met her. Um, and then he did into uh, her. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. You know, I gave her a hug. Does that count? <laughs> oh, what is happening? No, seriously, what is happening? You know, <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that was crazy. Okay, thank, <laughs> thank you, Ad, on the Did thing. Something crash into crash our podcast here? <laughs> no, it was just an ad on a uh, on IMDb, not IMDb, on another page I have on my page. I just forgot about, and it's just. I thought perhaps you were listening to the Pirates of the Caribbean. It kind of sounded. Too. It sounded exactly like Pirates of the Caribbean. It did sound like it. I didn't mean to. Hopefully that doesn't get us kicked off of YouTube. <laughs> um, anyway, Sorkin's great, and let's talk about this movie, The Social Network. Um, Sam, I'll let you lead off with your sure. five-word review, sir. All right, I've got two. And the first one is... Um, a nervous wordsmith's paradise. Nice. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, which I mean, it's this is all about language. This entire movie is not about action. It's not about uh, intrigue. It's all about words, and and I, I appreciate it. And that kind of brings me to my second one that says depositions shouldn't be so fun. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. The way this it's so finely crafted in terms of these should be boring, like mind numbingly boring depositions. And the way they craft the story in it is just fantastic. Um, and, and to be able to take two different kind of cases like, you know, with the, the twins, the uh, what's his name? Lone Ranger guy, the um, Army Hammer, Army Hammer and his twin, and then um, uh, Spider-Man's case. Andrew Garfield. Yeah, um, yeah I, they just they did great. I, I, I loved it. I, I really like this movie. Cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, gosh. Uh, Andrew, but, what But you... there is one, there was one. I, I do have to say that I do have one problem with it, and it's only that it totally, totally ticks off my, my anxious nervous sense of self right this I, for some reason this movie really makes me anxious it really it, it's very i don't know it's high strung and for some reason i have a hard time relaxing while watching something like this okay and in fact opie did you watch this with with sarah i did i i do i would like to hear her take on mark zuckerberg's character um, at some point, because I, the character from what it looked like was being per- portrayed is very on the spectrum for, for Asperger's. Uh, well, definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, that's in the trivia that, 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 that's a, you know, that's a thing, but, yep. um, I mean, I don't know if the real Mark Zuckerberg would be considered having Asperger's. I think he but does. I, this character is absolutely in in the spectrum. Um, yeah, no, and I, I think I think Mark Zuckerberg is kind of what we call on the spectrum. I don't think they use the word yep. Aspergers anymore. Aspergers? No, anymore. they don't. That's, that, no, that's, it's it's yeah. But but 
people I think that would listen to this show would probably know that phrase. Yeah. Um. Uh, but I'm trying to send uh, my wife a text message about your your, your question, uh, and I can't t- yeah. I can't type and talk at the same time. So you can't type and talk at the same. Time. I really can't. So basically, but oh come on, you know you're, you get in the um, get wired in, get uh, oh get plugged in, get, yeah. get plugged in, yeah, and uh, and and get it done, or or just take a shot every three minutes, and uh, <laughs> yeah, or every time every time a, an ad pops up, so you've already had one. <laughs> You're right. Oh, that was such a weird text message. She's not going to understand anything I just typed because I couldn't couldn't think. <laughs> um, she's gonna be like, I don't understand anything he just wrote. So, anyway, no, yeah, but I that was one of the things that I wrote that I, it 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 definitely feels like um, that he is that he is on the spectrum. Yep. So, are you okay? You seem very distracted. I'm well. I'm a little confused at what's happening on that other page that I made reference to earlier. Yeah. So, anyway, it's fine. We're we're good. We'll just keep on rolling. So, uh, what what is Andrew? What's your um five word review? Mine is very simple. Brilliantly acted, directed, and written. Yep, I agree. I I, I mean. I'm right there with you. This movie is very enjoyable. This movie is, uh, it does. I, I kind of, I'm with you, Sam, and the fact that it kind of gives a little anxiety as you watch it. But I think that's what, I think is what makes it, what it is. It's, it's so clever. Yeah, um, it gets you, gives you something. It gives you a feeling, and then for a movie to do that, it, 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 you know, it's touching you in a certain way. You know, and it portrays. Mark Zuckerberg is kind of a jerk. Yep. But, I, and I kind of hope he is in real life. Like, <laughs> as weird as that sounds, <laughs> I, I kind of hope he's really the way that this movie portrays him. Because, <laughs> it to me, it just makes this movie better for the movie's right. sake. Now, for other sake, <laughs> I hope that he's not really that way, but... <laughs> But for the movie's sake, I hope that he is kind of a jerk. Um, you know, I had forgotten. It's something that we, we I mean, we live with Facebook. You, The three of us kind of, well, Sean and I, um, <laughs> we're, we were in college when Facebook really started mm-hmm. gaining popularity. Yeah. And, um, you know, you... you it's something that we've lived with now for 15 years or so. And we have kind of forgotten that, yeah, it, it did start out as a uh, rate this girl <laughs> type of a, of a website, you know? So yeah, in today's Me Too world, I kind of wonder how much they've tried to push that out of the spectrum of today's lens <laughs> in that me too lens uh yeah. because i feel like if a lot of people but at the same time uh i also feel like some people are so infatuated with social media in general that regardless of where it had its beginnings they would decide to stay with it and keep it you know but that's not about the movie that's just about my personal opinion and, and politics yeah, <laughs> but no, I mean, 
I really did feel like uh, the, the acting in this was really done well, and I think that the yeah. the casting was. I mean, I didn't have you know sometimes we watch something and I have a problem with one person or another, but I think it was just very well casted and very well acted by everyone in it. Yeah, and and I totally agree. I I can't see many other people. I think maybe Andrew Garfield's character could could have been traded out with. A, with a couple others, but in terms of uh, Zuckerberg's character there, I, I, holy crap, he just acted his butt off in, in that that role. And, uh, you know, this is also one of those movies where it was, uh, you kind of look at it and it's like, you know, if they could just talk normally to each other, you know, if they could just get along, if they weren't such just crazies, they 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 would have been fine and everybody would have been happy except for of course the army hammer and his twin. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I do, I do think that, uh, that where was I going? I don't know. I forget it. It no. wasn't important. Apparently. <laughs> sorry. I was like, I'm sorry if I screwed you up. I was no, just going to Go say, so I've been kind of chatting back and forth with my wife. Um, again, for those who don't know, I think most of you that actually probably actually that do know this, but my wife is a, a teacher and she does teach uh, children with special needs. And yep. I asked her kind of what she thought about it. And she said, well, he's extremely high functioning if he's on the oh, spectrum, yeah. which obviously uh, he yep. is definitely high functioning. Um, and from all intents and purposes, from what I've seen, he is, uh, from what I've read, I can, I didn't look specifically this up. Um, I said, but did did the actor do a good job of portraying that? And then she asked, you know, is he really AU? And I said, I think so. And she said, well, I see, I see Sheldon being more so than Mark. Um, really? And, you know, Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. You know, he is, he's definitely high-functioning functioning Asperger's. Like, he has all of the traits of of being, you know, high-functioning function, autism. Yeah. And yeah. so that's... I don't know. I think that's. Um... I I remember where I was going. I'm sorry. No, please go ahead. I'm gonna direct this boat back to where I was. I'm just <laughs> a second. Um, so right after this, well, not right after, but several years later, when we found out that Jesse Eisenberg was gonna play Lex Luthor, yeah, I thought this is gonna be terrible. But just go with me for a moment. Imagine this character just has some really bad times and he slowly becomes the character of Lex Luthor <laughs> in this. I mean, I can see it. Like, right. He's been pushed so far that it's right. pretty much the same character. Only the Lex Luthor character is a lot more maniacal and a little bit more crazy. Well, the, the fun joke that from one of the other podcasts I listened to, the kind of the joke is like, if we were going to have a supervillain in our lifetime, it would probably be either him or um, <laughs> uh, Tesla guy, Elon Musk. Uh, Musk, yeah. 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 Like he kind of feels like he could turn into a supervillain. Anyway. Um, yep. Andrew, you did your five words, so all right. So I guess it's my turn, right? Uh, that's how this works. Um, yep. Mine is quite simply: drunk blogging leads to billions. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that sounds nice. right. That's all you need to know. Um, I, I will say this: I hate how many times I, I heard when I was working at the university, people would say things like, 
Well, you don't really need to graduate. I mean, Mark Zuckerberg didn't graduate. Like, yeah, but uh. he was, a, you know, like, Sean Parker didn't graduate. It's like, okay. Bill Gates didn't graduate. It's like, okay. Like, yes. You've picked three very specific genius level kind of, maybe not Sean yeah. Parker, but definitely, um, you know, like, the, you know, Bill Gates and, like, go to school. You know, <laughs> finish your schooling. Finish. That'll help you. Yeah, finish yeah. your degree. It'll help more than it you think. You know, even in this movie, if you look at the averages, right? And you had all those very successful, smart people at Harvard, you know, in all those crowd scenes, and yet none of them are as powerful as as Zucky um, in this. You know, it's just yeah. Even, uh, yeah, it's a one in a million shot. If not more than that, one in a billion. Shot, yeah, really. it's got to be more than that, right? I mean, the guy created something yeah. that's just in, in, in it's part of our daily life. I mean, I, I, I created a post for the podcast about this, this movie on Facebook, making the joke like, if we give the show a bad, if we give the movie a bad review, are we going to get kicked off our Facebook page? And uh, yeah. and then I'm sure you probably got an ad because you watched it, you know, like, so that was really <laughs> interesting. If you look at facebook now compared to back then when he's like facebook is cool we don't know what it is yet we don't want to do ads and now right. it's so ad driven that uh, yes like like we're having a conversation about something i mean and and I've, I've done this it's so weird i'll have a conversation oh, yeah. with my wife about you know what we really need to buy a different brand of toilet paper we i didn't like this kind we got we should get this other kind and literally that like within an hour Sarah is scrolling through Facebook, getting ads for that toilet paper. Yep, it's crazy, it's, it's scary, yeah, crazy. Yeah, so, so they have certainly monetized it. Oh yeah, right? by by yeah, a lot. <laughs> I mean, and there's also a reason why their shares are, you know, two hundred and something bucks uh, each. Yeah. Well, and that's yeah. why you know when they made it a privately, I mean, a publicly traded company, uh, that's when all the ads started just flowing on their page. That is true. Yep. All of a sudden you've got shareholders that you need to, to make happy and no longer can, uh, can you privately push that sort of thing? And, you know, and that really, I guess was the crux of the argument between the two guys, right? I mean, Mark did not want advertising and, um, Garfield kept going to New York to try to drum up people to advertise. And yeah. that was the, uh, I don't know, what would you call it? The, uh, it, it was the it axe was, between the two. Yeah, it was, a, it was definitely a point of, of friction, right? Because yeah. yeah, yeah, because if, if, if Eduardo is not in New York doing those things, if, if he decided to go out to L.A. with them to the begin, in the begin with, at the, at the beginning, right? Yeah. He goes out there, then maybe... Sean Parker never really gets an opportunity to weasel his way in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, it, I know it's we're we're talking about revisionist history and it's all kinds of stuff like that. And we don't, you know, the the movie from what Zuckerberg has said publicly, the movie, the only things that they got right were his wardrobe. Yeah, um, he didn't particularly think that they did a good job of portraying. But of course he wouldn't. I mean, they they portrayed him in kind of a negative light the entire time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, and and yeah, <laughs> I don't see how how they didn't portray him in a in a good light. Um, 
if anybody, you know, the Garfield character is the true victim in this whole thing. Yeah. Um, but even that, if he wasn't so freaking stubborn and, and was a little bit more, uh, I don't know, if he leaned into the idea of Facebook a little bit more, I think he would have been fine. I think he wasn't seeing the future like the others were. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, definitely. I, the, the only thing, it, the other thing I would say to him is, I mean, he was as good a friend as you could possibly have to that guy. I mean, Mark yeah. was kind of mean to him multiple times. You know, he's like, you know, hey, I need your, I need your fraternity brother's emails. And he's like, well, I, I can't give you that. And he's like, come on, give it to me. He's like, all right. So he gives him his email, and then like he makes fun. He's like, really? Oh, he's making fun of their email addresses or whatever. And he's like, yeah. Andrew Garfield's like, they're not that bad. He says, come on, really? He goes, yeah, you're right. You know, like he just he just caves um, because yeah. he doesn't want to have a fight because he know he can't win. So um, he he's kind of the hero of the story, in my opinion. <laughs> um, yeah, right? I was going to say that Mark Zuckerberg's character is kind of, if anything, kind of anti-hero in a way. Yeah. Or, and you know anti-protagonist i guess well you know in in the very last shot right is him sitting there refreshing facebook to see if that girl had ever friended him right and are we supposed to feel sorry for him in that shot because i don't i'm like you deserve this you made you know you made the bed now you need to sleep in it type of thing yeah again the movie yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, they, they, it does kind of make us, you know, oh, poor guy, he's by himself. Well, he's by himself because he chose to be. So, um, yeah. But anyway, uh, gosh, this movie, though. Um, I didn't take a lot of notes. Um, I don't know why. I've just not been good at taking notes recently. I've just been getting sucked into the movie recently and just not taking... Um, it's because we've been watching better quality movies. And yeah, maybe, that's true. And you're probably right. Um, <laughs> I mean, I wrote like one of the first few things is I knew this was a David Fincher movie, but I forgot Sorkin wrote it, and now I get why I like the dialogue. And I spelled dialogue yep. wrong. Um, dialogue. Yeah, I didn't spell it that way. Uh, I did write uh, Jurassic Park connection. I thought, um, this movie has a huge Jurassic Park connection. A huge Jurassic Park connection. Really, Sam? Really? Yes, it I was filmed in the same location. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> you don't. You well, don't... the raptor scene, you know. Oh um, wow! In the in the windows in the background, I, I wasn't paying attention for Jurassic Park. Goodness gracious, Laura Dern, no, no? Sam Neill, no. no, Ian Malcolm, no, no, um, Samuel Jackson, no, Dennis Nedry, no. Who? The boy that gets electrocuted in the movie Jurassic Park, that's that's yeah. the Dustin kid. He's the other programmer. He's the third guy of the team. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, he's oh, wow. he's okay. the kid. I figured boy, he, he grew up. Yeah. Okay. Well he just he had just finished um filming the Pacific. And yeah. so when he when they were given when he was auditioning for this, he's like, I want to do something a lot easier. Than, than that because that movie was pretty uh, or that show was pretty pretty rough yeah so yeah oh. no I yeah okay. I'm, I'm yeah wow I'm surprised I got one before you did that's cool that's yeah that's kind of crazy um yeah Jurassic Park Connection there you go uh 
anyway, so what else did I write? Uh, I know this movie kind of makes Mark out to be a douche, but he and maybe he is, but he is classic. Uh, I did write Asperger's. Um, uh, and then the, my last note was, I know Sam and I will bitch about the soundtrack, but I do love the Night on Bald Mountain bit when they're doing the boat race. I do like that yeah, part. And then they lose. And, and, and you're like, ha, ha, ha. Is that in the Hall of the Mountain King or not on Bald Mountain? Yeah. Uh, in the was, Hall, right? Oh, is it on the Hall? I thought it was. I think it's in the Hall. Oh, no, it's Edward Grieg. Am I getting my, my music mixed up? Uh-oh. He might be. Uh, it's okay. It happens. Bald Mountain is Mazorski. Well, shit. Shame. <laughs> you calling shame on me? I wasn't shame. a music. Wasn't a music ed major like Andrew. Andrew should know. He took uh, Mancher. I didn't. <laughs> um. So anyway, uh. So now I'm looking up. I have to know. Yeah, in the Hall of the Mountain King, uh, Opus Twenty Three. You're right. I was wrong. Arranged and produced and performed by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, uh, yes, I don't know what else to say about the movie. I mean, I know it's 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 clean, right? It's it's precise. Oh, there isn't a time in the movie that is not needed. Does that make sense? Or there isn't extend uh, extraneous material? Is that a good way to put yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. We talk about scenes that aren't needed in, in movies many times, or if a film's too long and, and we could have taken out a, this chunk or that chunk. But I'm with you. I think everything in here is needed and fits in well. Agree. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, there's a lot of dialogue. There's a lot of stuff happening, and you're right. I do think that you kind of need it all. Um, and... I mean, it's you're just you're you're constantly being bombarded with words, which I love. I just the way Sorkin writes. Here's my one bitch about the movie, and it's it's bothered me every time I've seen this movie, and it bothered me again so much that I recorded a clip of it. The okay. opening scene at the restaurant and the scene in the nightclub when he's talking to to uh, Justin Timberlake. I can't hear them because the music is so freaking loud in the background. Yeah, it, but it's supposed to be, right? It's supposed to be. It's supposed. To, I guess it's supposed to bring you into the TV set. You're supposed to pay attention to them more. But I can't hear them. It is so hard, and I can only. I can't turn the TV up, but so loud because I got kids in the house trying to sleep, and and I I always I was almost tempted to put on closed captioning, just so mm. I could hear what they were saying. And I captured it. You'll we'll play it in just a little bit, but. I could not hear them. My gosh, it was so. Anyway, that's that's kind of my only, my truly only kind of kind of bitch about the movie. Um, is those two scenes? So I mean, it's not you know, whatever. It's not that big a deal. Um, you ready for some clips? I can play some clips, and maybe that'll um, spark some more conversation. What do you say? Sure. Okay. Good. All right. Here we go. I'm not embarrassed, you just made a lot of that up. She was under oath. And I guess that would be the first time somebody's lied under oath. There you go. <laughs> um, I wish I could think that quick. Yeah, no. You I'm know, kidding. in terms of comebacks and things like witty. that. I, yeah. Witty, just right off the tongue. Well, I, I mean, I, if you had Sorkin writing for you, you would. Um, yeah. So I actually captured yeah, it, two... It, it oh. is not a natural language. We, we do have to say that. The Sorkin scripts are not natural 
languages. I don't think people really talk that way. Just like Shakespeare, I don't think they talked that way back then either. Yeah. I think Sorkin is a modern Shakespeare. I really do. Uh, yeah. hmm. He's as close to an American version, I think, where we could... Well, maybe not. I shouldn't say that. I don't know. There's probably been a lot of American writers that probably write... have written plays and stuff that were just... You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's hard to do that, to put that sentence together. You know what I'm saying? Like... Which is why we don't know anything about writing. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I know what you, I know. The point you're trying to make, Sam, is that Sorkin's writing yeah. is very unique and different in the way he the way he writes. It's it is kind of lyrical in a sense. There is a cadence, and it's unlike anything else that we have. Yeah. So at that level, I would agree with you. Um, that it's it's Shakespearean in that level, in that sense only. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't want people to think that we're putting him at the same level of Shakespeare. I don't I don't think that would be. Well, we don't have time to to you know. We think Shakespeare is good now because. Yeah, he's been dead we, a thousand had years, had and we've seven, had a long, yeah, 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 exactly. You know, it's so long that we 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 know he's that good. Yeah, exactly. People probably during watching Shakespeare's plays are like, yeah, he's pretty good, but he's no, whatever, right. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Whatever the guy was before him, he's no Chaucer. I don't know. I don't know if Chaucer was before or after him, but it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> he did run around naked. He did lose lose his clothes in bets. He did do that a lot. Yeah, yeah. I will fong you. Um. <laughs> okay, so I captured two clips actually for the intro. Okay. And I played the one that I played because I liked it for the tone for the show. But I also captured this. I just liked the dialogue. But again, it's kind of a noisy background. So there you go. Want to get some food? I am sorry you are not sufficiently impressed with my education. I'm sorry I don't have a rowboat, so we're even. I think we should just be friends. I don't want friends. I was just being polite. I have no intention of being friends with I'm you. under some pressure right now from my OS class. And if we could just order some food, I think we should be you are probably going to be a very successful computer person. But you're going to go through life thinking that girls don't like you because you're a nerd. And I want you to know from the bottom of my heart that that won't be true. It'll be because you're an asshole. There you go. Because you're an asshole. So, anyway. Yep. Um, I love this line here. We know he lied to our faces for a month and a half. No, he never lied to our faces. Okay, he never saw our faces. Fine, he lied to our email accounts, and he gave himself a 42-day head start because he knows what apparently you don't, which is that getting there first is everything. I'm a competitive racer, Div. I don't think you need to school me on the importance of getting there first. Thank you. All right. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that so much. Uh, obviously, he understands because he's a competitive racer. Um, I loved how they they played off each other. Those two. Oh yeah, they were, they were awesome. Well, yeah, and it's crazy because it's. I mean, there's two actors, right? Two different people. Just the other guy in the room is just delivering those lines, and then they just go back and they digitally add Army Hammer's head to that dude's body when they have when they're both in the same scene. No, delivering. they they used his twin. He's got a twin. 
Is this is this the thing we're gonna do now? Or is this Army Hammer, or, Army and Hammy this? Hammer. Yeah, I was saying what? Yeah, what, what, Army name. Hammer and Navy Hammer. <laughs> yeah. Sure, it's not Air Force. Could no, be I'm Air pretty Force. Sure, I'm Marine? pretty sure he's he's got a brother, a twin brother. That's why they they, they cast him in this part. Mer, they Mer, do have a cousin named Jack Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Anyway, people listening at home, you don't know this is the thing Sam likes to do just to piss me off for some what? reason. Anyway, so because so the but the guy that that is the other dude, right? This the other body, the body double, his brother is yep. um, when they're after they get they they get some in the bathroom, um, Eduardo and Zuckerberg. And they're standing there, and the dude walks up, and he's like, hey, the bathroom's not available. The girls are freshening up. And he goes, sweet. That's the dude. That's the other body double. So, Or as Sam, Sam wants to keep saying, the, the brother, for some reason. His brother. Yeah, anyway. so, And when I first saw this movie, the first time I saw it, I didn't know it was one dude. I'm like, wow, how cool is it that they got twins that are both really good actors? Right, you know, I, See? I mean, I, I honestly, well, I mean, twins. That. A lot of times, they'll do the same things together a lot. So more than likely, they went through Are acting it? school and everything else together. Other than what is it? Was it Tia and Tamara Mallory and the Olsen Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen? Yeah. Are there any yeah. other famous twins that are not? I mean, there are bro- there are siblings certainly, but I don't know of other twins. Yeah. I don't either. I, I think there are, I've heard that there, well, I've heard and read, seen something, that there are some twins out there, but only one of them is an actress or actor. Yeah. And the other one is like, you know, manager, Harris Teeter. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was just, I got, my eyes got distracted on the IMDb page here under the quotes. Um, it's at the beginning of the movie, and I couldn't ever, again. Like, I couldn't understand what they're saying because of the music and the part where the the restaurant. But it says, "Did you know that there are more people with genius IQs living in China than there are people of any kind living in the U.S.?" Uh, is that true? I don't know. I have, I would have no idea. Um, I guess you could probably Google that if you want while we're sitting here. But Google it. I'm not gonna. Well, know. Sean, if you were a genius, you would know this. That's true. I am clearly not. Because <laughs> uh, if I was, I would probably have a more successful podcast. Um, this is a great line because I love the visual that it gives. Gentlemen of Harvard. Because no, you're not thinking how it's going to look. How is it going to look? Like my brother and I are in skeleton costumes chasing the karate kid around a high school gym. I love that. That's such a great line because you know exactly what you're ta- he's talking about if you've seen the movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you've not but seen the movie. even if you didn't, you can envision someone getting chased around by people in skeleton costumes. Yeah, it would be kind of a weird thing to say if you hadn't seen the movie, right? You'd be like, why are they in skeleton costumes? And who's the karate kid? Why doesn't he fight back? Like, you wouldn't get it, right? But I mean, yeah. but it's such a great visual to say because like, oh yeah, I can kind of, I totally see it. Like, them being the whatever, you know, the, the bad guy or whatever. So, you can totally kind of kind of see that, so... Uh yeah. Anyway, um, uh, clippy number f- whatever. Oh, this cracks me up every time. Theft, misappropriation, and or- yes, sir. Punch me in the face. Go ahead. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> that sounds like me at a faculty meeting. Oh <laughs> right. my gosh, I love that. 
I love the idea that um, that the president of Harvard just has this lady who has this side desk who's just in there to be, I guess, a witness to what's happening yeah. in there or whatever, to help him take notes and stuff. I just love it. I just love that line. Theft, misappropriation. And, or- yes, sir, punch me in the face. Go ahead. <laughs> he does it so perfectly, too. It's just so deadpan. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that. I just love it, love it, love it. Um... I can't think of how many times I've wanted to say something like that in a situation just like that where I would get fired, but he's the president of Harvard, so whatever. Right. I have, yeah. you know, been in a been in a parent meeting <laughs> where I just want to look at someone and say, please, just strangle me until I can't breathe. Just choke me out right here, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. What else we got here? Um, time for this clip. Yeah. Oh, so every time, and I mean this, every time I go fishing with my brother-in-law and my father-in-law, which I've gone probably five or six times over the summer, and I, um, you know, I can't tell me times they what they like to do is they will they will you know catch a fish, and then use that fish as bait to try to catch more fish, right? Yeah. So every time they do that, you know, they, they catch the fish, and we're going, oh, we're going to use this fish to catch more fish. This line, and I mean every time, pops in my head. I can read about you torturing birds since when does reading they about something... Fish. They don't fish! Eat other fish! The marlins and the trout! <laughs> <laughs> the marlins and the trout! Every time. It's, it's, it's too funny. It's like... I'm just sitting there going, don't fish, eat other fish. Like, obviously, because we're fishing with other fish. Like, that, that is hell. That's actually how it works. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's too funny. All right. Uh, just a couple more. Oh, just one more. Uh, this is the club scene. I recorded 12 seconds of dialogue. I couldn't understand what they were saying. Arno wants to be a businessman, and for all I know, he's going to be a good one, but he shouldn't be in New York kissing Madison Avenue's ass. This is a once-in-a-generation holy shit idea. Sorry, I couldn't understand you. Can you repeat that? Actually, that was that was really clear coming through here. Yeah, it's actually not that yeah. bad, honestly. It was a lot better than what I... Maybe it was the visuals that caused your other senses to... I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I, it I, could be. I couldn't, I couldn't hear him very well. Well, and, and you know, one of the things I, I thought about this time is that, that Sean Parker and what he brought to the table, right? And if anything... I think he brought the energy to keep moving, you know, to keep pushing, to keep going forward with, with what they were doing. And, and he was kind of the antithesis of Andrew Garfield's character that was trying to dig his heels in to slow it down and, and come up with kind of a, a better roadmap. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. And, you know, business wise, that's, you know, really that's two different Two different kind of styles of business. You know, you've got your typical accountant and financial advisor, things like that, in the Andrew Garfield's character, who really is looking at the money, who's making sure, you know, we're all safe, who, who is not involved or who does not like being involved in any way in the risk of business. Whereas well, the Sean Parker is free spending, free wheeling, you know, pie in the sky, let's go for our dreams type of person. But isn't safe at all yeah well and he had no 
I guess, no dog in the fight, really. Because if the company failed, what did it matter to him? You know, he had his own thing. And so (laughs) I I can say I've given advice sometime when I don't really have anything invested in it. And I say, you know, go for it. And hindsight, I think, well, maybe I shouldn't have told him that. And Garfield had money in the game, right? He's the one loaning all the money to begin with, including $19,000. Hold on, let me check your math on that. Yeah. Right? I love that line. For the summer, and then he goes out there, and he walks in, and first of all, he was left at the airport, but secondly, people are smoking, you know, there's broken glass. It's just, I would be so pissed. I would just, I totally felt for his character in that case. According to the trivia? Instance. That that scene where he where uh, Zuck uh, leaves him at the airport that actually didn't happen. Zuckerberg actually did pick him up at the airport, but they wanted to kind of emphasize the rift between the two of them. Yeah, yeah, I think it's funny. Um, speaking of stuff like that, and now for some more bad news. Ready? So there's actually a lot of trivia, and um, I'm going to try to go through as quickly as I can because I thought some of it was actually pretty good. So Zuckerberg originally planned never to see the movie. He ended up taking several of his employees. He later remarked that despite some of the film's inaccuracies, they got his clothing right. <laughs> the real so he took employees, right? So mm-hmm. again, that tells me that you know he didn't take a group of friends; he took yeah. a group of employees. Yeah, I mean, maybe it was you know some of the guys that that were there at the beginning with him. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the real Lawrence Lawrence Summers called the film's portrayal of his meeting with the Winklevoss twins fairly accurate. He went on to say, I have heard it said that I can be arrogant, and if that is true, I surely was on that occasion. One of the things you learn as a college president that if an undergraduate is wearing a, a, tack, a, a tie and jacket on Thursday afternoon at 3 o'clock, they are, there are two possibilities. One is that they're looking for a job and have an interview. The other that they are an asshole. This was the latter case. Rarely have I encountered such swagger, and I tried to respond in kind. Nice. Oh, that is cool. That makes me so happy that that, that, that could have happened. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Punch me in the face. Now, this uh, only music nerds will uh, you know, appreciate this one, but it, it annoyed me the, the way that this was written. So this was obviously written by someone that's not a music person. So it says, the song that plays during the opening credits is only played two more times during the film, and each time Trent Reznor recorded the piano from farther away, giving it an illusion of echo and isolation in the final cut. Now, it's not a song because there are no words. It was the score, it was the film, so it would be called a piece. But, again, only music nerds would care. But because when I read that, I was like, "What song? What song was played at the beginning of the movie?" And I went back and I started. I said, "It's just that piano part. It's not a song." So anyway, Aaron Sorkin's small role as the ad exec was not his own idea. David Fincher was reported reportedly very insistent that he do it. So that was Aaron Sorkin in the uh, in the ad room there, where he's like, "What's that noise you're making?" (laughs) Now. We talked about uh, casting earlier. Shia LaBeouf turned down the role of Mark. They went mm. to him first. Interesting. Yeah, I, I could see him doing this. Shia kind of Shia kind of looks closer, like he looks like Zuckerberg. I think a little bit also, but I don't. And he's kind of neurotic, 
So, I mean, mm-hmm. maybe he could have played it, but I I think his energy is too high sometimes. You know, like, I think it would be, you know, he seems more frantic than nervous. You know, like, whereas Zuckerberg, he kind of has that kind of un, un, unnerving energy constantly. Mm-hmm. I know, like, what you're saying, saying was, like, kind of constantly, like, making you feel uncomfortable. Whereas, I feel like, you know... Uh, you know, the child is just gonna start screaming. You can do it at this TV or something, <laughs> or just just do it. I think that's what he screams. Uh, anyway, um, and then the last one I wrote was David Shelby plays one of the attorneys for the Winklevoss twins named Gage. The fictional firm law firm Gage Whitney, sometimes referred to as Gage Whitney Pace, appears in multiple times in the works of Aaron Sorkin. Most notably as the law firm where Sam Seaborn was working before he joined the Bartlett presidential campaign. Interesting. The firm is also That's cool. Yeah, the firm is also mentioned in Studio Studio Sixty and the Newsroom and Molly's Game. So there you go. Huh. That's kind of neat. I like that stuff. I like it when you kind of I don't know. Excuse me while I whip this out. Okay. We're gonna whip out some David Fincher movies. That's right. So, top three Features. David Fincher movies. I've seen four of them, and one of them is this movie. So, we don't use this movie. So, the three that I have will be the three that I've seen. <laughs> um, so, I don't know if you guys have seen more. Which Andrew, will, you're up. Which will most likely be the same three that I've seen. Because <laughs> I've seen three of them, uh, and other than this one. Uh, so, in no particular order... Because I like all of them, really. Well, no, I don't. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna put Zodiac at uh, number three. All right. Uh, and then the other two, I like both of them, oh, almost equally, I guess. Uh, Fight Club and Panic Room. Oh, okay. Yeah, neat. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, Sam. All right, I've got uh, my number three as the game. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that one. With, I have. Uh, is it Michael Douglas, right? Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. My number two is What's in the Box? Yep. Seven. Yep. Seven. And then, of course, I can't talk about my first pick. Okay. <laughs> yeah, even on a podcast, I'm not allowed to talk about my first pick. I still haven't seen it. Dude. I know. I just haven't seen it. Dude, it's so good. I know. I just I haven't seen it. It's just one of those things. I just, I just, I have, I've missed it, and I just haven't. I don't know if I'm waiting for it to come to do it for the podcast, or I don't know why. I just haven't watched it. So, yeah, it's one of those things. Um, so my three, obviously not Fight Club. Number three is Alien Three. Okay. Um, number two, I put is Seven, and number one, I did Panic Room. Okay, so. so your number two is what? Seven. No, we're only doing three. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, <laughs> you're such a dumbass. Um, <laughs> oh, I, 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 I live to please. Yeah. That's, that's, no. Okay. Is that what this is? I'm not yep. sure. Um. All right. That's it. That's our show. That's it. Actually, that's not entirely our show. We have one more thing we have to do. Wait, what's supposed to happen? See, even 
Daniel Radcliffe's not really sure what's going on. This is where we're going to give this movie a score from zero Facebook likes to 10 Facebook likes. Uh, Andrew. Well, like I said, I, I, I liked it. So uh, I clicked the like button. Uh, uh, probably a good seven and a half times. Like, like and share. There you go. All right. Yeah. What you got there? Samwise. All right. Um, I am with Andrew in terms of it's a it's a an amazing it's a master class in both script writing and I think even direction. So I've got to give it a good uh, seven point nine out of ten. All right. It's it's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Again, there's reasons why it won for best script and best you know writing and and, and things like that. Like there's there's a reason for those. Um. And I would, uh, I'm going to get it right there in the middle. I'm just going to give it a 7.7 just to be right there in the middle. Um, actually, I can't do that. That makes the math too easy. 7.6. There we go. Uh, yeah, no, this is good. I like this one a lot. And it's, um, it's an interesting movie. It's a movie, I mean, I've probably seen this movie now all the way through probably four or five times now. I just, it's a movie that I can just, if it's on, I can stop and just watch it at any point and just be entertained. Same with, well, again, Moneyball and um, probably not Wolf of Wall Street so much, but. Yeah. You know, there, there are others, not just Sorkin ones, but there are other movies that are kind of similar to that, that I can just, oh, this is on. I can, like just those dialogue heavy kind of shows, you know, I can just put it on and watch. So anyway, that's it. I am now going to ask you, um... Uh, what am I gonna do? Oh, did we have a hopping man in this movie? Um, everybody seemed to have legs. Anybody? Uh, um, what do you think, Andrew? Did you? There's only one I could think of. Yeah, no, I mean, not that I can think of, but the one that came to mind when I was thinking about it was remember when they when Mark has he's created the idea for Facebook and so the girls are sitting on the couch and you've got he's talking he's like you know we'll do you know Ed gets 30 percent uh five percent will go to Dave and then there's that other guy in the room and he's like you'll do advertising you'll get paid based off what work you do we never see that guy again that's true do yeah. we like oh. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think he's there with them in in L.A. If he is, I don't. I don't. He doesn't have a a, a single speaking line. Um, yeah, you're right. I don't think I remember seeing him again. Yeah. So I guess he might be as close as we got to that in this movie. Um, but I do want to ask you this real quick before we uh, we're getting a little long for the show. But um, you guys watching anything recently? Um, uh, I I like to ask that every now and then. You guys watching anything cool? Anything fun? Um, I've picked up the season, second season of The Boys. On, yeah, same uh, here. Enjoying that immensely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I think I've... Oh, I did uh, I did watch uh, Mulan. We, we oh, you, you bought it? Yeah. We splurged. We, we figured, you know, we've saved so much money on not going to the movies and not buying DVDs or, or videos lately that we thought, well, what the heck, it's 30 bucks. Um, so we did, and yeah, it was, it was a pleasant surprise. There's a little bit yeah, of a deviation. 
uh, from what we would know from the cartoon or okay. from the animated movie, but yeah. but still really really good. Well, and and I mean, I think most people kind of knew that going into it that it was going to be. If, if anything, I like it better than the the original. Oh, Ooh, interesting. Okay. Because I know some people are mad about there's no singing and there's no Mushu. And it's like, well, it's because they're trying to, to tell the original Jap- uh, Chinese story. They're trying to yeah. be a little bit more true to the source material. I, I do have some problems with it, but I don't want to talk about it right now. We might do that later or later on when it's. <laughs> yeah, when it becomes well, just freely available for Disney Plus, maybe we'll do it for the, for the show. I don't know. That's a good idea. Yeah. But it, I mean, it's good, but there are some issues. All right, right on. Um, Sam, you got anything you what we watching? You just you mentioned the boys. Really enjoying else? the boys. Um, even though you know Amazon is doing something different, where they're only releasing three episodes a week, um, which has been kind of a bummer. Uh, Kimberly and I uh, blasted through a, a show on Amazon called "The Show That Goes Wrong," which is fantastic. Um, it, basically, it's British. It's a play, and everything that can go wrong in the play goes wrong. Hmm. And um, it's it's really good. I think there's actually a Broadway version of it um, out there, and and every every show is a different theme, so they they have all sorts of different things they can do. But um, yeah, that's pretty much pretty much what we've been doing here. How about you? Yeah, we're still uh, we're in the into book three of Avatar, the Last Airbender. Uh, the kids are really enjoying that. Um, but uh, I started. I'm on episode two, or just finished episode two of the Umbrella Academy. Oh, okay. Um, since I finished my leverage run, I got. I need to watch something else, so I picked that up. It's been. I, it's interesting. Keep keep up with it. Um, it it dips a little mid season, but it really comes together again at the end. And then the other thing I watched was uh, this last weekend with my wife. We watched Greyhound. Uh, the um, oh, the dog racing movie. Yeah, you already made that joke off off air. You can't make it again. Yeah. Um, Why not? Because oh, it's you not, mean the Buzz documentary? Yeah, it's still not funny. Um, <laughs> the World War II uh, Navy movie. It was really good. And oh, I, that one. Okay. And yeah. I made I made the comment to you um, a few days ago that it would make a lousy uh, podcast movie um, because there's no dialogue. It's just them yelling <laughs> commands at each other. There's no, you know, like if. It's like what it's the opposite of whatever Sorkin is, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. the it's the opposite. There's just there's no dialogue. It's just hard it's to port, hard to starboard, full spread subs over there. Here comes the Germans, shoot the thing. Like it's nothing but commands. There's no story that's oh he has to learn how to be a commander, and these guys don't <laughs> trust him because he's a new captain. Like there's none of that. Um. There's a couple of moments where the captain will make a make a call, and the like the 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 senior officers on the bridge will kind of look at each other like, "Is this really what's about to happen?" But there's that's it. It's just a look, and you just have to pick up on the look. And then when it turns out to be the right call, they're like, "Oh, okay, we get it. All right, good job, captain." You know, so. Um, but it was really good. It was really entertaining, and and frankly, I I kind of want to watch it again. I'm just looking for an excuse to. So there you go. That's what we're watching, and that was fun. Nice. Um. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. That's our show. Thank you for listening. Next week we're doing. What are we doing? We're doing Red Shoe Diaries. No, Red 
uh, Red Sea Diving Resort. Red, Red Sea Diving Resort. Resort. Yep. It's uh, got Chris Evans. You got your Captain America. I think it's the first thing he did right after the the movie, the, the Avengers thing. Did so. he have to wear uh, loose clothing to not show off his muscles? Well, he still had his beard, right? He still had his uh, he had yeah. his uh, you know his uh, Inf- Infinity War beard still going in this movie. So we'll see. Uh, it's the true-ish story, or based on a true-ish story. So, there you go. That's it. Next week, Red Sea Diving Resort. Um, go check out old episodes if you want. Cheapseatreviews.libsyn.com, where you can go back and get old episodes if you can't find them on iTunes. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what it looks like on iHeartRadio or any of the other kind of podcatchers out there. Facebook.com slash cheapseatreviews. Is that weird that I'm advertising our Facebook page on the Facebook podcast episode. I don't know. Uh, maybe this will be weird. Twitter at cheap seat cast. There you go. Twitter. Suck it. Um, and your emails <laughs> to cheap seat reviews at gmail.com. And yeah, Sam and I have been approached. We're going to be guest starring or guest hosting on another uh, movie review podcast pretty soon. I think so. Andrew oh. could too, if you wanted to. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Andrew can too. We can do the whole three of us. So, Look for us there. I'll let you know when that all happens. Um, and yeah, so I guess we'll see you next week for Red Sea Diving Apparatus. Whatever it's called. Red Sea Diving Thing. Resort. I guess the part that I forgot to say was on behalf of Andrew and Sam. This is Sean saying goodnight. So there you go. I said it. <laughs> Red Sea Diving thing's cool, too. Have you seen it? No, I'm saying what he oh, said. Oh, yeah. Was cool too.